0: This is a Real Footy Podcast trade special. Hello and welcome. My name is Michael Glesson and joining me today to wrap up the second day of trade period is the King of Cario,
1: Peter Ryan. Thank welcome. you, Big M. Big M. Good to be here and it is, <laughs> uh, it's is—it's a bit more exciting this year, the trade period, so we've got plenty to talk about. Yeah, and
0: it kicked off yesterday with a, a reasonable bit of amount of action and sustained today. Like, last year was pretty flat, but this year's looking like some some action, so... I suppose the first off the top we've got Blake Akers going to Carlton for a future third round pick to Frio which is pretty modest compensation
1: no really, it's interesting I mean someone texted me and say, surely Blake Akers is worth more than that but as we know the draft pick you receive for certain players doesn't necessarily correspond with their value but it's a whole sort of tapestry that clubs create but what, here's what good, you've got good pick up for Carlton solid stronger draft next year yep yeah um
0: and the interesting one um in some ways is the the Griffin Logan Darcy Tucker deal really that's the the one that'll be i think it, it potentially unlocks several other deals because that's that's mm. going to give so so effectively Logan Darcy Tucker go for north melbourne's future second and third round picks which were part of the draft assistance yeah yeah yep. so they got those and got told you have to trade them yep and i think there's another shuffle of later picks again a little bit yeah right lost get with lost. some of those they're not yep. that consequential really and um but the guts of it is that is that that element yep. the future second and future third now that that the reason that's significant is it gives them that Extra bit of compensation, extra trade hand as far as Jackson goes. Now they've offered their first round this year, thirteen, and they've offered their next future first as well. That's Luke
1: Jackson, Melbourne. Luke Jackson from yep. Melbourne. So, and and what are Melbourne wanting from Frio? What's their latest, uh, you know, demands in relation well, to Jackson? They've wanted more than
0: than two first rounds, which mm. others have pointed out. Well, no player yet has gone for two first rounds. Just that. You know, there's always been something coming back. Melbourne would argue, yeah, but hang on, these are two first rounds that are both in the early to mid teens. We don't know where Freno going to finish next year, but 13 and a mid teens pick potentially next year is not really comparable to, you know, Adam Troll or two top tens or or, or Dylan Shield.
1: And as good as Luke Jackson's been, he's got more, his best is way ahead of him. He's only been there four years and he's picked three.
0: So you would think. That a deal would look could now look something like North's future second being thrown in, and Melbourne maybe going and throwing in their their fu- their future second, right? So they'd effectively slide from the North Melbourne pick to their own. Um, but that would give North Melbourne uh, that would give Melbourne a hand to potentially pass on that North Melbourne future pick to Collingwood. Right for Brodie Grundy.
1: Well, that is interesting, Mick. So that's uh, that's where the logue Darcy Tucker trade, which most of us look at and think, oh well, they're always uh-huh. going to North uh-huh. Melbourne. Yeah, a couple of future picks for the draft assistance, but it actually has ramifications for it. it could
0: do. We're not saying that yeah. is, but I know that Melbourne and Freo are certainly talking about. Okay, yeah. now you've got that. Yeah. How could it look? Yep. And Melbourne's Melbourne knows that Collingwood wants a pick inside twenty-five, and they for for Grundy, and yep. they agree that that's about right Mm. now interestingly late uh today the demons traded picks 33 43 and 53 to port adelaide for pick 27 and that's in this year's draft obviously because we know the exact picks Mm. so the reason that that jumps out as being interesting as well they've they've been able to secure pick 27 are they looking at that and saying well they want to pick inside 25 we'll give them 27 that's as close as we can get yeah um, and try and use that as the pick for Grundy. That could be what it becomes. Hmm. If you're Collingwood and you're saying if they get hold of North's future second, or the the future second that is tied to North's yep. second finishing round pick, yep. um, we'd rather that. So yep. that could be... I would imagine those sorts of conversations will happen over the next day or so to try and um, land that deal. But um,
1: Bearing in mind that most recruiters think that next year's draft is a stronger pool than this year's draft. So pick 27 is probably not comparable to pick 27 next year. No, that's
0: right. Yeah. Yeah. Pick 27 in this year's draft might be yep. 35, 40, whatever next year. Yeah, in um, terms of quality of I, and think so that, I think that... I think that it's... from both ends, isn't it? I think they think that this year's isn't a particularly strong draft and next year's is a, is a particularly Absolutely. strong draft. So yep. there's sort of polar, polar opposites there. Um, meanwhile, a few other deals... Um, Daniel McStay confirmed to Collingwood.
1: Hmm, surprise. <laughs> Never saw that one coming. <laughs> I reckon it's been hard for Collingwood supporters watching a team and a player all season. Because every time Daniel McStay came on, they were assessing, oh, what's this bloke like? Because he's playing for us next year. Yeah, and
0: they were getting progressively
1: yeah. <laughs> annoyed. <laughs> exactly. Until that final against uh, Melbourne, they got a little bit excited. Um, and there was a compo pick. What was the combo pick? Pick for that? 35, 35. The famous 35 to Collingwood, appropriately. <laughs> Sorry, to Brisbane. Goes to Brisbane. Pick 35. So, what
0: that, that you would expect will mean. Jack Gunston has said he's going to go to, um, he wants to take up the Fagan. free a, Well, he's, he's a free agent. Yeah. And he wants to take up the offer to go to Brisbane. Mm. But given that that's a second round pick at 35. At his age, Gunston and the contract he'd be on, I think he's been offered about two by 500, 550 maybe. Yep. Um, that wouldn't be enough to get them a second round yep. pick as compensation. So Brisbane would be better off trading maybe a third round or, or later or whatever, third round pick to um, Hawthorne for Gunston than bringing Gunston in as a free agent because having the net of, they always work these free agency things out on
1: compensation well they've got they've got the pick rather. 35 for mixed day so if they want to hang on to that pick 35 they've got to come up with a deal yeah. for Jack Gunston so they'll, they'll otherwise trade it's now. diluted yeah, and then so they they'll get, do so so trade trade picks there Um it's a yeah Gunston's a good pick up for them on their kind of hopefully you know Chris Fagan retirement home obviously he's, he's I reckon Gunston's a really good pick up yeah, absolutely, particularly beside Danaher, Hipwood and uh, Charlie Cameron and a few young forwards. Yeah, and,
0: well, he's just bankable. Yeah. He's, a, he's reliable. Not that McStay wasn't, but McStay, he, McStay's not sort of... No, no, well, McStay's reliable. He's a different style of player too, McStay. But yeah. um, he's bankable in front of goal. He's a bankable talent. Just performs week in, week out. So I think that is that is a good pick-up. Uh, and, look, Hawthorne, he, as opposed to, say, a Tom Mitchell... Hawthorne had wanted to keep him. They yeah. offered him a two-year deal. Absolutely. Um, but he's decided to go for, for we'll, a range we'll of Well, Luke reasons.
1: Bruce is now the last of that brigade to remain. Yeah. Um, and Liam Jones has got to the Bulldogs um, as a restricted free agent, which is always going to be on the cards as a defender, the retired defender. Restricted. Sorry, delisted. de-listed on that. Listed, Yeah, delisted free agent. Yeah. yeah. So and Carlton reasonably
0: enough get compensation for that. Yeah, because he hadn't qualified, but because of the whole vaccination thing, um, I think it's pretty reasonable that. Yeah, it was a special ruling they made because yeah. the vaccination well, they came the rules out of the blue mid yeah. contract, and um, you know whether you agree or not that he should have pulled out of the game. Um, they did lose a player. Yep. Um,
1: yeah, and what about um. Hopper have you heard anything uh, well Soldo could be a part of the trade for Hopper certainly the Giants have been discussing Soldo they've not been uh, satisfied with the Richmond offer of pick 31 plus a future first round pick mm. they've been kind of inclined to do these deals separately but um, their need for a Ruckman the fact that Soldo's behind a couple of other ruckmen at Richmond and has a few players coming through could see him head to the Giants if they can convince him they have him. been looking at him for a while yeah Um Is that
0: over? I mean, future first. Does a future first and solo do it on its own? It
1: could do it on its own, no doubt. Um, It sounds about a problem. and and
0: solo seems a lot.
1: Yeah, it does. There's no doubt about that. Particularly for a player
0: who's missed most of the year with a
1: knee. He is a contractor player and they have put him on a seven year deal, so Giants would be saying, you know, pay up. And they're, they're also in that position, the Giants, where they're getting a bit sick of losing all their players so they obviously want some players in return and some decent picks
0: yeah well they they might be sick of losing them but they're also forced to lose them yeah their salary caps that's true bulging so um, Zane Cordy a uh, bit of interest there from the Saints
1: yeah yeah well the Bulldogs were actually holding off on Liam Jones uh, paperwork until they worked out exactly what might happen with Zane Cordy and they've realised obviously the Saints are interested in, in him um, as a free agent which they thought might, um, whether they wanted to you know, potentially go into a deal with uh, Carlton around Liam Jones because of what we were discussing earlier about the Mm. um, compensation, but they realised they weren't going to get much back for Zane Cordy regardless, so Mm. they decided just to push through the Liam Jones and, and wait and see what happens with Cordy.
0: Yeah, I think the Saints are also, they've got Ben Long who's wanted to go to Gold Coast, but there's been a bit of a stalemate on that, I think they're squabbling over second and third round picks. They're playing the long game, Mike. Yeah. Uh, hey. Nothing
1: like it. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey. Looking to the crowd in yeah. you know, <laughs> a small room. There's <laughs> not much of a crowd. It's a little bit like the COVID days. No crowd here. <laughs> yes. There you go. It shows how trade period day two were already. It just felt like always, you were at the dinner bit. table looking across for yeah, support from one of your I kids. I was. I was. Um, and Anthony mcdonald tippin Woody is an interesting one. Uh, whether he actually makes it... Back into footy, he's retired uh, in May of this year, and he actually caught up with Justin Longmuir for a coffee. Um, they connected over social media, and mm. Tip and Woody said, Do "You want to have a coffee?" So they caught up, and there was some discussion around whether he'd um, uh, potentially come out of retirement. And there's been subsequent discussions. It's still not a, a, a done thing, but um, uh, I think he'll have to, because he was a retired player, have to nominate for the draft, yeah. get through the draft, and then he'd be a potential to be. Did arrive at play? the meeting with, with a little boombox with <laughs> timber <laughs> <and> Woody <laughs> going, <laughs> <laughs> timber Woody playing footy, <laughs> <Tip> <laughs> and Woody playing footy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have been a bad uh, resume, but um, Frio would want to watch whether he can get back to fitness, and you know he's obviously a great talent. So mm. it'd be a try before you buy circumstance there. Yeah,
0: and I think um, on the other issues that that have been around, um, Jack Bowes is obviously looking to move um, in contract, but. Realizes, you know, it's best for him and best for the club, and we're mm. all concerned that he moves. He was today touring um, Geelong, Hawthorne and Essendon. As far as we know, this afternoon he still has. None of the clubs were expecting a decision immediately today, yeah. so we haven't heard anything contrary to that. Um, as to where he's likely to head, uh, I don't know. As an outsider, I look at it and say, well you'd go to Hawthorne or Essendon. Yeah, to get your to, you know, position in the side is certainly well, more can, guaranteed. If you can't get a game at Gold Coast's midfield, how are you going to get one
1: in Geelong's? There is truth that Geelong have been tracking him for quite a while. Um, and there was some report that Gary Ablett had actually been speaking about him when he arrived at the club.
0: Yeah, and I know Danger, who's yeah. managed by the same yep. agent um, uh, at Connors, um,
1: once, uh, he's, he likes him as well. Would mm. like him down there. But day. I think, and, and you know, I don't say this with any you know, sense, but given Geelong just won the Premiership, I think there would be a fair amount of fans aghast if they can pick up Jack Piper oh, and pick seven.
0: Not just fans, industry people yep. just saying, how the hell does this happen? The, yep. the, the Premier has got that much room in their salary cap that they can take on a salary dump yep. from a lowly team. Um, but that's just the management. Of the yeah, no, it's done, done, done really
1: well. It's just uh, hard to imagine. It's, it also must be a bit weird for Bose, knowing that the club wants him, but they're really looking at what he's carrying in his pocket, which yeah, is pick seven.
0: Isn't that also why they're all talking up, you know, Essendon saying, I don't know, Adrian yeah, was been, saying, that, yeah, oh, I've been watching him for a long time. <laughs> yeah, we, we watched him a lot more closely when they started bringing up pick <laughs> <big> seven.
1: <but laughs> yeah. They
0: all thought in the same boat, yeah. you know. But, I mean, to be fair to... Essendon on that. They have been looking at every big-bodied mid, too. I mean, they were looking at Dunkley 12 months ago, trying to get that over the line. Bows is um, a
1: reasonable pickup for... If, if Bose just decided he was going to Hawthorne or Essendon, I think most people think, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. It's a reasonable pickup.
0: Yeah. Not if they knew he was on 800 for the no, next that's two right. years. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, our, we'll take some of the questions. Marcus asks uh, whether the dons who the Dons are looking at and, uh, and like the little land Well, one of those is... There's Jack Bowes. Yeah. And, and he would be there, not just for the pick.
1: Yeah, and James Harms, obviously, had a discussion. Melbourne list manager, Tim Lamb, shut that down today and said that he'll be at Melbourne in 2023. But it gives you an indication of the type of player they're looking at, which is a big-bodied mid, which we all know that they've been lacking for several years. Brad Scott only appointed, what, Thursday or Friday of last week. So I
0: wonder if um, the Peter Wright factor might come into it two With Jack Bowes, it's, it's, it's Peter mm-hmm. Wright, a former teammate, and says, well came in for nothing two years ago and wins the um, Crichton medal yep. just this week. So, yep. you know, clearly able to um, illustrate they're a club that can help you um, resurrect your career. Uh, Kieran also wants to know if there's any word on Bomber's assistant coaches now that Brad Scott has signed The
1: The assistant coaches, Blake Carousella, Dale Tapping, Daniel accuser, um Look, as far as I know, they're contracted. And I'm not sure at this late stage they'd be looking to make specific no, moves, but they've got a there. review... Going on, unless someone came out particularly poorly in that review, um, they'd be staying on. Raf asks, if Jason Horn francis was able to walk as an unrestricted
0: free agent this year or next, funny old question because he's a one-year-in and <laughs> you need free agents the other eight years, mm. what sort of compensation would North get under the AFL's formula? Just to colour the idea of what's a fair trade bounty in one of these. It's, it's a bit hard to compare apples with apples with that because you're talking about a player... In Francis, Horn Francis, who's coming in, he's has been moved after one year, and a lot of what his attraction is, is the scope that you're going to get him for the next 10, or yeah, 15 yeah. years rather than a free agent you're getting after eight years and you've got them
1: for the. T- the I think an independent arbitrator, if they did actually do a um, value of Jason Horn Francis, you'd think it'd have be been the top five, wouldn't it? A top five pick, really. If oh, they yeah. could just pluck a pick. He's going oh, after one year, is one year. Yeah, so North Melbourne are. They've been dudded here, but they're going to get, say they get pick eight in a future first round. It's not a great return for one a pick one after one year, particularly if he's on 100,000, maybe 200,000 tops next year for Port Adelaide.
0: Mm, mm. And Port Adelaide goes okay, then next year's pick is in the, you know, the same or, or worse than yeah. it is this year. I mean, to be the, fair, the
1: North goes. Melbourne haven't exactly been the most attractive home. And, you know, there, it is one of the flaws of the system that the best player in the country goes to the worst performing club.
0: Yeah, and look, they'll turn also turn around, no doubt, once he's gone. And presuming yeah. he does go and say, "Oh, well, look, we we stuffed up the pick, yeah. and maybe the way he carried on for the year, we're better off without him." Yeah, and absolutely. and you know, they'll all they'll all have their position on it. Charlie wants to know if Tom Mitchell will get traded to Collingwood, and we'll leave that. Well, we've addressed the James Harms to Essendon, but what uh, a Mitchell to Collingwood? I think that's contingent on Grundy being done. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if Grundy goes out. Then they've got some scope, and they will give him a three-year deal.
1: Yep, and they'll from... start start any conversation once that's resolved.
0: Yeah, uh, Adam wants to know if any if there are any players that Sydney's looking at, um, or sorry, any Sydney players looking for new clubs. Uh, Rumours around Malikan; uh, they're still uncontracted next year. Gould, Clark, Ronke, Bell.
1: I'd say that Malikan was one of those ones that was floated early, but I don't think there was a lot of interest for him. Um, he's a mature-aged defender. He'll find it hard. Gould, I reckon, he'll stay. Ryan Clark has been pretty good in the back half of the year as that defensive forward. He'll get another contract. Ben ronkey's out of contract, despite his brilliant debut a few years back against Hawthorne when he kicked five goals. He hasn't really flourished, so he'll he'll be struggling to find another home. Perhaps as a delisted free agent, and James Bell's the same. Maybe I think he'll just get delisted. But yeah, I mean, someone might give him a look as a rookie. Absolutely, um, big
0: body, can play. You know, runs well. Yep, not a great user, but you know um Luke asks if the lob deal falls over who can the dog's target to fill that role he thought Gunston had been great would have been a great fit other than the fact that he is not not a ruck
1: It's mm. it's interesting one isn't it Lob I mean I still I think, think it'll, it'll happen. get there yeah I think it'll happen. but if it did feel, fall over they've got a surplus of tools they still haven't made a decision on Josh Shackey even though uh, he's unlikely to be there next year um he's one that's uncontracted that they might just decide as backup
0: I get a feeling that when he, when the deal when he went to them last year and then the deal didn't get done, that there was a bit of a, an understanding that, mate, stay for the year. We couldn't get it done. Stay for the year. If you still want to go at the end of next year, we'll, we'll absolutely we'll get it done then. That's
1: at the heart of the matter.
0: And so now it's, yeah. come on. You said this. Yeah. And let's get it done. And they're
1: arguing. <laughs> well, we didn't quite foresee that he'd. Uh um, kick 38 goals yeah. or whatever When did. we said that,
0: we <laughs> thought you <laughs> wouldn't want to come back. Yeah. And so,
1: so, you know, I think it's a curability agreement that they're not certain they're going to follow through with. Okay. Mm-hmm. The CB Echo, the C B Echo agreement. Yeah.
0: That is all we have time for for today. Thanks for joining us. Stay tuned to our live coverage and the best news and analysis at theage.com.au. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do so via email realfootypod at theage.com.au. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll be back tomorrow night.